Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi everyone, my name's Cody, pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela, she, her, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants, who collects the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded, the Glass Home Glass Festival. When last we left off, everyone in the crew besides Elian had decided to go up the mountain and had either taken the easy way or the, or the rough and tumble way. And upon the top of the mountain saw that there was uh, some bobbles in the, in the clear blue lake below. And then a thunderous sound like two large glass wings beating is where we left off. So... Elian, do you have any things to do while that you are spying down there? Or anything that you want to... Any ideas you've had in the two weeks since that we, uh, since we last left off that you might want to start uh, investigating while that people are all away? Doing the mountain toss. Well, for one, I'm stealing some papers. Um, for reference for later. Okay. Can you do me a weird favor in the dice channel and roll me a singular d10? Nine. Fantastic. All right, then. So I believe that I mentioned before um, that you found a bunch of things before uh, while you were snooping uh, that were written in a language that you do not understand, which is weird because you understand a lot of languages. Yes. So, one of the papers that you ended up grabbing, uh, despite the summer heat, has, uh, I will just let you know, because it's one of those, like, touch things you would immediately notice upon picking it up, has a chill to it. Uh, as if that this thing was just pulled out of, like, an icebox. That's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and as that you're holding on, do, do you, uh, so yeah, so that, that's part of the, the papers that you've gathered. The, there's that one that's a little bit weird, as well as a couple others that have that, that same script that you, uh, that you don't recognize. Besides that, the town is more or less vacant. Uh, there, obviously there's some people who didn't go and do the mountain toss, but most of the, uh, most of the adults who are anyone or who isn't uh, super old went up to go and do that. Quick question. Is it within the ability to kind of shove that in my investigation kit? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. And they're just going to, like, shove that in there. Question for you, uh, since I gave you the investigation kit. Do you have it attuned to yourself? Yes. I, I know that if it isn't, I think that other people can actually reach in and take stuff from it. Yeah, I, I committed two of my peripheral essence to it. Okay, yeah, just wanted to make sure for uh, going forward. So in that case, then, no one can take things from you. Correct. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to look into while that you're down here? Besides uh, the... I think that you looked in. You looked at the the weird kids and the uh, the the pieces of pay, uh, the the books and stuff. You know what? Since I can't remember what it is, I'm not going to hold this up. So, oh well. If you remember, just uh, let me know, and I will uh, swing back to you after the the next scene concludes. Got it. Moving back up to the top of the mountain, where that the mountain toss has begun, as that the Sound of two massive things of glass crashing against the uh, against the air and causing a thunderous uh, beating in the air uh, starts to happen. There's like this rhythm that kind of takes over the rest of the people and they begin pulling out from like various sized packs random doodads or like things that they enjoy or even like large weapons and begin, like, upon this, uh, upon the summit of the mountain, it's kind of, like, worn down and very flat. There's noticeably, like, a path that they kind of, like, kind of make, like, two lines that go towards the path. And as it, one person gets to the path, they will, like a, uh, like a professional, uh, like javelin toss, they will run the whole distance, build up as much momentum with whatever object that they have, and then just toss it out with a very loud, like, yell at the heavens. Um, they are specifically, like, I, I cannot emphasize enough how much that they are, like, yelling at the sky while they do this, as opposed to, like, just kind of, like, forward. Like, it's a noticeable thing. Uh, the first person to go is uh, one of the younger men who has a, uh, who has a very well-crafted uh, glass boat. Like, this thing looks like a work of art that would fetch... Uh, like if you guys were in like Great Forks or like a major city, you could probably sell it for quite a, quite a bit. And he just takes this boat, runs, and with a yell, like just tosses it as hard as he can. And this thing goes sailing through the air. And then it ends up in the lake. Considering the distance, you're not sure if it shattered on impact, but... Well... It's definitely in the lake, and the mountain toss begins. You can see these people just kind of doing their thing. Uh, do any of you guys get in line for the mountain toss? I have more important things to worry about. Okay, uh, what about Divine, Tarali, or Ferris? You said that we're supposed to throw something that's like a value to us, or can we just throw anything? Uh, they want, they say that you're supposed to throw something of value, but you can throw anything. Like, it's not, as far as you know, it's not against the rules. Well, I'm not throwing Zeke over a fucking cliff. 
So I guess I'm going to join in and I'll I'll figure it out. I'll go last. Okay. Divine, Tarali, uh, do you guys want to throw anything? Sure. Tarali will probably just look around the landscape, find something of the earth, and with her ridiculous martial artsness, like, kick a boulder out of the landscape and is going to use that. That sounds fucking rad to me can you please give i want to i want to know how far this is going to go so uh can you give me a strength and martial arts roll eight successes so with eight plus successes i want you to know that the equivalent feat of strength for that is the equivalent of snapping iron manacles slowly bashing through a brick wall or lifting a run or or lifting a rhinoceros that is the equivalent of what that you've just done in a single kick to this boulder. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so you hit it and it just goes sailing. Uh, question, do you give the same yell at the heavens uh, that everyone else has been doing? To align with local custom? Yes, yes, she would. Okay. Fantastic. The boulder goes sailing through the air. Um, is it... Question, uh, with how that Tarali is dressed, um, is it obvious that she has, like, uh, dragon-blooded markings on her? They're usually kind of like, uh, just like little things, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're like birthmarks, but they're kind of like little, uh... I say tells? Yeah, they're almost like little tells, like, either, like, uh... That, that kind of, like, show that you're, like, aligned with, like, Earth or whatever. Sometimes they're, like, lines that are on, like, your arms or your face or your neck. But sometimes they're, like, things that show that you're aligned with, like, the Earth or fire or whatever. Uh, so in her description, it actually does state that she has very faint streaks that almost look like marbling along her skin. Which, I guess, with her sh- not covering up outfit uh would be fairly easy to see okay yeah i i just wanted to know for uh other npcs reactions to this as it it goes through and hits down into one of the lakes and you can see the boulder actually skips a little bit along the lake you hit it so hard before finally sinking into the lake there is a clap from uh, some of the locals who uh, see see you do this and uh, kind of give like an approving nod to you. Charlie will take a, a gentle little bow and then step away. Okay. Uh, Divine or Ferris, if you guys have something. I'm going to pick up a rock, like a, a good like, sized rock from the ground. I'm going to tear off a piece of one of the scarves I have, like, that I'm wearing, and I'm going to take one coin from my pocket, and I'm going to put the coin on the rock and wrap it around with the scarf, and just kind of hold it up, and, like, it's going to look like I'm whispering it, like, something to it, basically, like, when you tell a secret to something and then chuck it, and then I'm going to chuck it. Did you say that you tell a secret to the scarf and the coin and everything? I, I whisper something to it, not necessarily, like, a secret, but, like, just, like, a little saying. Okay, w- what do you tell it? 
Um, Ferris is going to kind of whisper to the rock slash scarf piece slash coin. There's got to be something. She wants to follow the customs. There's going to be something valuable. She just kind of um, whispers for the family because that's what she wants to you know, protect and work for and everything like that. Nothing like crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then do you go and do the, uh, the kind of the same thing that everyone else has been doing? I will do the scream like everyone else is doing, but I will let you know it will probably sound wimpy. That's fine. As long as you're trying, that's what's important. It's going to sound like, you know, like if a child gets like frustrated and like chucks something, but it's not going to sound like boisterous and like impactful like it would for someone who's like to Raleigh, who's like the big old fighty fighty. If you want to give me a strength and athletics role. Or strength and throne. Oh, it's definitely not thrown. There are no points of them. Ice coming out to help you out tonight. So, you go, you do the yell. It's not the best yell that they've heard today, but it is a yell, and it's keeping with local custom. And you throw the rock that has the coin and a bit of your scarf in it. And the rock goes sailing, and it lands with a unheard at the top of the mountain plink. And sinks and everybody uh everybody who's there like kind of nods and looks at you and goes yeah that that'll do that, that seemed pretty good they, they give like a little clap but yeah they, they just kind of like give like an approving nod of like oh okay yeah no we get this uh so divine you're up last still not getting it um divine kind of looks around and is like Something of value. Something of value. And he just pulls it. Yeah, it's like a month's worth of uh, going out money. Okay. I'd say that I'd say I'd say you tossing resources three away is uh, or <laughs> you're going out money from resources three is a pretty good thing. Uh, so. Do you. Do the yell. I don't think he would. Roll me that strength and throne. Can I do dex and throne? You cannot, because this is specifically to know how far that it goes. Darn. One sec. Are you going to pump? Dude, I've I've got throne charms. I've got throne charms and I've got one strength. Fair. Oh. Okay, so this is... What if I wanted to use my persistent uh, hornet attack to throw the uh, talent down into the lake and then have it come back to my pocket? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. I, if you want to spend the modes for it, go for it. All right. So that I don't be, like his tone. Yeah, I didn't like the I didn't like the go for it either. But you know, I'm committed to the bit. Okay, so I just read uh, Persistent Hornet Attack. And so first off, holy shit, you get the ability with just like a regular ass charm. You get that uh, you get that form weapon ability with thrown weapons from uh, single point shining into the void, which is fucking fantastic. However, um, let's see, you don't gain initiative from it. They just kind of hover there. I don't see anything on here about it coming back to you. Fair. Now, if you want to say... I dictate myself as its target. 
That's actually what I was going to say. Okay, no, so, I'll do it. Okay, cool. You dictate yourself as, as its target. You throw with three successes. This is going to sound really fucking weird, bud. Um, what's your evasion? Oh, I thought you were going to say, how do you want to do this? No. Four. Okay, so then technically you do not hit yourself. But the lake does not have an evasion score. This is going to get real weird. Cody, I would like... All right, Cody. Um, what's your soak? Seven. Okay. Please roll me three dice. What is about to happen is, as I said, going to get real fucking weird. So as Divine runs up and does not do the yell and tosses a town and jade. Oh, also, last question. Uh, are you pulling that from your peripheral pull or your personal yes. pull? Uh, personal. Personal. Okay, so then you do not begin glowing. Correct. Okay. So Divine runs, tosses the jade, does not do the yell, and all of you can kind of see that there is a very disapproving look from the crowd. The jade hits the water, sinks in, and then Divine is missing. You all blink and he's gone. Can you repeat that just to make sure I heard it correctly? Divine is missing. You blink and he is gone. Just gone. Uh, as that he disappears, like if you guys were looking at him, it's like you blinked and then he wasn't there anymore. As that this happens, there is another beating of the thun of the thunderous wings above in the clouds, as if showing great displeasure at what has been done. Cody. Yeah. Divine finds himself now inside of a bedroom. It is very cold. It is like your breath has like. It's very cold and like your breath is visible in the air. Yeah, there is a bedroom. There are or there is a bed. There is a chamber pot and there are no windows and no doors. Is there anyone but me in the bedroom? Make me. A perception and awareness roll. I will pump three motes of peripheral as uh, Divine kind of pokes his head around, uh, looks in whatever nooks and crannies he can find. And uh, Malbury asks, is anybody here? Okay, yeah, uh, for describing it, absolutely give me, uh, I'll give you an extra two dice. Hot damn, bud. It's a lot of tense. With eight successes, you find that there are other roommates, you could say, in here. Uh, there are skeletons that are on the bed. Well, Spitzer's first meeting attitude, though. How, how, does Divine have any knowledge in medicine? I don't I don't think so off the top of my head. Let me check. Is there a rare chance dot. that I put a dot there? Um zero dots in medicine. Okay, uh to your best to the best of your knowledge, there are at least three skeletons in that bed, only because you can see three skulls. Dope. But there might be more. 
dope. All right. So with that, we're going to swing back to the mountaintop. Um, you all can see uh, that everybody here is just tisking like how sad that this happened as the divine poofs out of existence. Oh, well, you know, someone was bound to mess up. Yeah, well, you know what does happen sometimes. Yeah, sometimes people just don't want to get give what they get, you know? It's okay to come up here and look, but, you know, if you're going to make fun of a ritual, you know, you just, ain't nothing you can do. Dang old glass wop's going to get you every time. Rookie's just going to, like, walk up and, like, not grab one of the guys by the collar, but, like, pull him in by his shoulder. Where the fuck did he go? This guy kind of like looks to you. You notice that he has uh, this close to him. He's got uh, he's got wider eyes than are normal, like big, like round, like they take up quite a bit more than uh, regular eyes should. Ah, uh, well, you know, he done disrespected glass wafts, so uh, glass wafts takes what glass wafts needs. Oh, oh, is that so? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the rules of mountain toss. You know, you gotta, you throw, and you do the yell so the wasp knows to look. And if the wasp doesn't know to look, then, like, you know, he's gonna miss all the fun. That's the stupidest shit I ever heard. What the f- I'm gonna look back at the others. What the fuck are we gonna do? Where'd he go? Wait, so he got taken by that wasp thing? Yeah, glass wasp came down and took him away. Neat. Uh, does he have anything in his hand? Uh, the guy that you're talking to? Yeah. No. Does any of the random, uh, random villagers around here have something in their hand? I feel like that Divine was probably the last person in line because he couldn't figure out what to do. Okay, let me rephrase. They don't have to have something in their hand to throw off the mountain. That's not what I'm asking. Oh, okay. Um, like, is he wearing a hat? Or someone like drinking a soda or something, or you know, the, uh, the 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 equivalent of like street food. That uh, there is someone up here with a uh, with a with a cup of tea that they gonna, that they brewed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take that tea from that person, <laughs> snatch it out of their fucking hand. You uh, so there there's like an old woman that that came and took like the easy path, and uh, you snatch the tea out of her hands. She's now like, I feel bad, and I'll give her like a couple. <laughs> coins for more tea but bye now <laughs> i'm gonna walk over and eat that tea over the mountain without saying anything Un- unceremoniously they all look at you and gasp because one you just took someone else's thing and then also you you threw it out without telling glass wasp what you were gonna do show sure enough they all stare at you aghast at what you've done and then you hear the thunder again of the glass wasp in the air. And it beats, uh, it, the, the thunder cracks twice this time. And you can hear them all just go, oh, no, if we, if we, get, if we get to three, then glass wasp's going to be real upset. Quick, somebody throw one of your kids down in there. You see, like, someone, like, there, there's a mom who, like, brought their child with them and, like, just grabs the kid. Wait, do I go anywhere or am I still here? 
Am, am, I, am I still here, Brendan? Yeah, you're still here. Is the lady still trying to throw her kid over the mountain? Uh, sh- uh, she was going to go and try and throw the kid over the mountain. Uh, I heard that Ferris is going to get in the way. Um, please describe to me how that you stop this young lady from taking her three-year-old and uh, tossing the baby out with the bathwater. As soon as soon as I see I hear someone say, you know, something about tossing a child, and I see her make that move, I am poking it over there and snatching that child away from her and away from the cliff. Okay, um, I feel like that is a dex and athletics role. Is there anything that you want to do to pump that? Yes, because I know I have a, um, I have an excellency in, what is it, athletics. I have an excellency in athletics, and I will pump what I can into it. Okay, let's see. So it's two moats for one success, and my athletics is a four. So can I do, is it four moats to get two successes? Yep, that's exactly what it would be. Okay, and how many moats does it take to blow? Uh, five. Okay, good. Then um, I'm going to pump four moats from my peripheral. And for two successes, give me one second. That's No, it's uh, nine successes because I got two auto successes with my excellency. You are right. Nine successes. I was going to say it might have been close, but nine successes is not close to what this person's doing. They go, grab the kid, and go to start running and do the yell. How do you intercept them and grab the kid? Depending on how far away from the cliff it is that she's trying to like them, I want to like run over there. And I guess as she's letting go or picking the kid up, or when the kid is up in the air, basically doing like an interception tackle. And I'm going to hold the kid into my arms to do like a tuck and roll so the kid is more safe and I hit the ground. Yeah, that sounds rad. So like she she goes, does the yell, the the kid leaves her arms and you just like fly out of the air and just like grab the kid and just like, nope. The child is now safe. Three beats of the wind happen as thunder as thunder from glass wasp in the sky cracks the air. Everybody stares at you, at the kid. Now, you gotta understand, we gotta appease Glass Wasp. That doesn't mean you throw your children off a cliff. I I don't think you understand much about Glass Wasp over here, so, uh... I'm gonna give you one chance to to fix what you've done. Get back in line, do the yell, and toss that kid. Hey, Brendan. Yeah, what's up? Make an intimidation roll, please. Please. Is that guy near me? The guy talking? As he's talking, kind of like, kind of like pace around, so I'm like nearish him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I don't know if he's like just a dude or has like real stats, but I would like to, for description, just like cold cock him and knock him out, and say to everyone, you might know what the fuck a glass wasp is, but he knows what the fuck a glass jaw is, and I'll teach you all too if you don't shut the fuck up. All right, bud. Uh, since you're going to hit him, I'm going to say that's going to be a dex and martial arts. I think martial arts is really weirdly appropriate in this situation. Sure. Uh, and I'll give you two extra dice for for uh, for the sudden description. Six successes. Hell yeah. Okay. You uh, you hit that guy right in his glass jaw, and he goes down. I assume now that you want to intimidate this crowd. Correct. 
All right, so that is going to be a charisma and presence roll. And just just uh, so I can put it on the record here for doing that, um, when you do the intimidation check, I'm going to give you a two dot stunt for so two extra dice and uh, and an auto success. Cool. We transition to Elian, who uh, it is within this uh, this more or less empty town. Uh, you can hear every now and again the sound of thunder above you, and then it starts coming in more rapidly. And as that it's coming in more rapidly, uh, the people, the few people that are left around here, begin to stare up at the sky with wide eyes. And, I mean, you're probably the most perceptive person in the group, so I'm gonna just kind of get, just kind of let you notice this one, because you also noticed it before. Their features are slightly inhuman. Uh, some might say that they have larger than average eyes, mouths, noses. Uh, some people have ears that are like almost like Dumbo ears. Some people actually have uh, longer limbs that actually tend to drag on the ground that they kind of were kind of keeping within uh, large uh, like sleeves and stuff. But now that they're kind of like slack. And, and like the knuckles are literally on the ground and staring up at the sky. You notice that these people do not look right at all. Now, has this gotten progressively worse as the wing beats have increased? Like they looked fairly nor- normal ish ish earlier, and now it's just getting, it, they're just kind of devolving almost. Uh, yes, actually, I would say that as the wing beats are increasing, it's almost like a glamour is being dispelled. It's not really their area of expertise, but are they starting to look more fae-like or demon-like? Mm, well, that would be an occult role to determine the difference. I do have two dots in occult. I think that would be a perception in occult role. Since it is visual, may I use my cat eyes also? Or you may absolutely use your cat eyes. Only three successes. So, with three successes, um, you don't know much about demons or fey. It's, and like the differences between them, because really most people would not see a difference between a fair folk and a demon, unless of course it was a very specific common demon around them. However, you do know enough that this is most likely something demonic. Also, given, you know, other information that has come to light, this is probably something demonic. Yeah, with the assumption of some weird bullshit going on and what they mentioned earlier um, with the wasp and everything. Mm-hmm. But I just, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a joining of both things of bullshit with demonic and unfey. I should I should clarify it is malfian in nature. I think that's the actual term. Demonic would be demonic's like it's a it's a passerby kind of statement. Malfian is like yes. This yeah. has a very specific taste to it. Okay. Um so you said there's not a lot of people left in town, right? 
There, there are not currently a lot of people left in town, at least that you can see out on the streets. So they're just kind of milling about looking terrified above, right? Uh, yes. Wide-eyed. Um, some people even have mouths agape uh, staring at the sky. Uh, so Elion's just going to kind of peek out very subtly and look up in the direction that most of them are looking at incriminating the word for it well currently no because the other group would definitely see it before you did well yeah they're but with you looking towards the sky can you give me a uh perception and uh awareness roll sure well, let's see how 12 dice do and yes again it is cat eye or yes again it is visual Man, it, my dice love uh, these nines tonight, but not getting a lot of a lot of successes. Right? Well, it happens. At the moment, you don't see anything coming uh, from the direction that they're looking at. Oh, wait, no, you do see something that's glinting off the light of the sun. There's a little bit of metal that's just kind of flying through the air around the mountain. Looks like it's. Is that an entire talon of silver? As this thing kind of spins and it goes and smacks against the second floor of the largest house. Uh, I'm going to try and cash. Okay, it smacks against there is like a big resounding like. Or is it just kind of a. Weakly smacks against there and then kind of falls to the ground. Uh, Divine, to let you know, on the other, uh, on the wall that would have been facing the mountain, uh, you hear a thud against the wall. Dope. Uh, then I guess Elion's gonna try and make it what the fuck is going on with this flying thing that just landed into, like, rammed into a building. Uh, gonna try and, like... Take a longer route if I need to to get around the few townsfolk and use the fact that they're distracted and looking up to hopefully make it easier to get around them. Sure, absolutely. Uh, roll me a dex and stealth roll to see if they notice you. I assume that you're trying not to be noticed. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try and stealth around them. My stealth is not the best though. Uh, since you're since you said you're taking the long way around, uh. You know, get, uh, take another extra two dice for uh, telling me how you're doing it. Five. Excellent. You're you're just like going right up the numbers. That means that your next time you're going to get six successes. We'll see. You manage to go through the people. It doesn't seem like they noticed you. They seem way more intent on the mountain. Um, you did notice as you were moving through that some of them are starting to move towards the mountain. Um, but you come up to the, uh, the largest, the largest house. So in crude flame tongue, there's a sign that says, uh, residents of Mare, uh, Baishpau. Are, are you going to go and, uh, so if you go up and, uh, if you want to, you are welcome to go inside of the house. Um, but besides that, uh... Tyler, are you ready with your thing? Yeah, um, I'm just going to do burning, um, glowing ember 
presence for the presence excellency. So I'm just going to do two moats to get one success and add a, add a dice on tens. Okay, sounds good. Plus those extra two dice, plus an auto success. So you got two auto successes. Yep, and then plus two. And it's charisma and presence, you said? Yep, charisma and presence. Okay. Yeah, five. And no tens to add any dice. No, oh, of course. That's how it always is. Five is okay. Five is pretty damn good to intimidate these people after you just suck... After you just glass jaw the dude. He's <laughs> down on the ground, just going, oh, glass wasp, glass wasp. And you can kind of see that he is. His teeth are weirdly sharp. And you. Intimidate these people into uh, backing off from you all. Do the rest of you who are atop the mountain want to do anything as these people are kind of backing away from Ricky. Um, Ferris is going to stay up, you know, make sure that the kid's okay. Then put the kid kind of behind her. So she's in between the kid and the rest of the group. And she's just going to look at them all angrily. She's not, she doesn't have anything to say. She's going to be grumpy and intimidating, but not like trying to intimidate them. Okay. She's basically, uh, she's basically just ready to fight. Whoever wants to try to toss this kid off the cliff again. They look to Ricky and Ferris and kind of like cower a little bit. The the lady who uh who got her teapot stolen or her teacup stolen just kinda looks to you and goes, It's very rude to disrespect the glass wasp. It's also very rude to throw your children off a cliff. Are you sure about that, dearie? You're not from around here. No, I'm not, but you could have thrown something else. Jirali was about to pipe up and ask her if she wants to get tossed off the mountain so we can make it up to the glass wasp. She looks to Tirali. She goes, I would, I've lived a long enough life. I would gladly give my time, for, to, my time to the glass wasp if that's what's needed. I would gladly call you off the mountain if it means that I'll get to stay here. Well... If that's what you wish, then just give this old woman one, one simple request. What is your request? She pulls out another ornate teacup, pours, pours some leaves in it, pours some tea, stares you dead in the eye and waits for the tea to steep, and then hands you the cup. Drink this and then show me what the leaves look like when you're done. I'm going to take the cup and look into it. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to look at everyone else, like Tarali and Ricky and not divine. And uh, I don't, I'm going to kind of look at her and just try to hand the cup back. I don't think I'm very thirsty right now. Oh, well then, that's quite rude of you, dearie. And she's going to pour the leaves out onto the... She's going to pour the tea out onto the ground and look you dead in the eye. Well then, I hope that whatever you wished for or said to the coin that you tossed in, I hope that all of that comes to ruin. And then... Brendan, I'm, I'm going to start kick her off the cliff. Oh, okay. This is Sparta. <laughs> And, and I will do the yell. I will do a much louder yell when I do it. 
do you want to kick her off the cliff or do you want to look to Tarali to kick her off the cliff? I I think I'm going to do it instead of having someone else do my work for it. Unless Tarali looks really excited to do it, then I'll gladly let Tarali do it. Tarali never looks excited to do anything. She is just calmly deadpan, just waiting on your expression. And like, you know, she'll do whatever you cue to, but she, she's reading you. If that's the case, I'm going to give her a knowing nod, basically saying do it and let her do it. Okay. Before we start rolling dice at this, I have a question. What is Ricky's response to this going down? I mean, I feel like I'm kind of busy keeping the other people back. Okay, that's fair. I just wanted to know because this escalated very quickly. What's the people's response to them kicking this lady off the cliff? Tell me that. Okay, um, the people's response to them offering to throw the old lady off the cliff is to start chanting Glass Wasp. All right, as long as they stay back, they can be weirdos if they want. Glass Wasp, Glass Wasp, Glass Wasp, Glass Wasp! It just keeps going. It just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. Yeah, bring it here so I can kick its fucking ass. Raleigh, if you would like to uh, throw an old woman off a cliff, you are welcome to. But also, Michaela, if you don't want Tarali to be the one to do it, I would like to do it. Uh, no, she can. You you gave her the look. I am just looking through charms to see if there's a particular way I want to do this. Okay, um, that's fair. Um, I will give you a chance to look through charms. Uh, and so we're gonna swing back to uh. Please swing back to Divine and then Elian real quick. So, Divine, you have at least three human-ish skeletons. Hmm. A bed, a chamber pot that is empty, I will make mention. It does not smell. And no obvious entrances or exits. Though, since that you did use that one uh, charm, you do know that that, uh, that bump against the wall is... Uh, your charm going off, basically. The thing tried to attack you and then missed, and now it's just kind of like, blah. Good. I'm still on creation. Knowing that he's not in some alternate dimension, Divine's gonna, one, take a piss, because gotta use the chamber pot. And then the skeletons are just dead bones, right? Just for confirmation, as far as we know. As far as you know, but I'm gonna... It's gonna sound really weird. But as soon as the Divine finishes taking a leak in the chamber pot, one of the walls slides open. Are you Are you serious? <laughs> Auspicious first meaning attitude. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. I was like, haha, they'll never get this puzzle. It's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. No one would think to do it. That's pretty you, dumb. You put Cody in a room with a chamber pot. What makes it he wasn't going to take a piss in it? I don't know, honestly, but... <laughs> like, out, out of the group that would do it, it would probably be Cody and then maybe Tyler next. I don't really yeah. think... Honestly, yeah. I don't think maybe the girls probably would have done it. No, I fully expected in that situation Tyler or Cody to do the same. So, the, the door slides open. Uh, Elian, do you go into the house? 
Yeah, I mean, they're going to kind of look it over real quick and try and see what the hell hit the wall and make sure it doesn't look like dangerous, like trappy trap. Uh, you find a talent of silver has hit the wall. Yoink. You put it in your... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> this is a part of an ongoing investigation. It is evidence and therefore it is going in the investigation pouch. Okay. And then, uh, do you go through the door? I, if it doesn't seem like it's trapped, yeah. That would be absolutely a perception and awareness roll. Oh, okay. Four successes. Lots of ones. Man, almost had a botch there. Okay, so, uh, it does not appear to be booby-trapped or anything like that. Okay, then they're gonna go in. Okay. Uh, you walk in, and as soon as you do, you see um, up at the top of the stairs uh, a wall sliding open and Divine walking out of it. What? Why are you down here? Uh, I had to take a leak. I thought you went to the mountain, though. I did. And then I did the peasant Tulsi thing, and then I popped up here. Um, I should note uh, to you, Christina, uh, coming in here, the place is chilled. Um, like, the whole house is very cold. Um, it's like someone set the thermostat to way too fucking low and is going to run up their electric bills, the best way I can put it. So, have you noticed the people don't look right? Their features aren't right at all. They all looked normal the last time I saw anybody other than a skeleton, right, Brendan? Uh, yes. To you, they look normal. Elian's been noticing this since their investigation started, uh, when you all went up the mountain. But it's becoming more obvious, uh, as the, as the Glass Wasp is becoming more, uh, upset as far as the townspeople are concerned. And since they got put in timeout before things started getting rowdy. No, they, uh, they all look like define weird because, you know, like not peasants. Distorted limbs and features like bigger, bigger ears, noses that aren't quite right. Limbs that are hanging down to the ground. Not normal. Nope. Just, uh, just. Regular run-of-the-mill uh, mountain folk, from what I saw. Before I got teleported to the murder sex room. The what? I'm guessing it's a murder sex room. That was a sexy bed, and they had the temperature turn way down. I guess because, you know, things get steamy. There was, like, a necromancer's threesome in there. Weird stuff. And I'm just going to kind of, like shift their head to like you know when someone's standing straight and you just watch somebody's body just kind of like shift to the side like that half to look around them uh they're gonna do that to kind of look into the room more uh so you go up the stairs and then go look into the room oh so they're okay so they're coming uh I, divine is on the second floor uh he basically came out into like the foyer oh he's on, like, I the thought, second floor i thought we were meeting at the open wall yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought, like, they'd gone in. So, Cody is at the open wall. 
which is on the second floor. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. <laughs>